1: Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds. But we were in the arena at the same time. I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is. I was just looking over my shoulder. Uh, and I'll tell you why in a second. Welcome to the neighborhood on a football Friday. I hope you're ready for the weekend. We sure are. Try. Uh. Whoa. Sorry.
2: Hi, guys. How are we doing? <laughs> Uh, A little awkward, Rod didn't get to introduce me yet, but his internet connection's a little thrown off, so we're here in the big chair in Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, Are we getting him back in, Clark? Okay, you let me know when he's back in. Welcome to hour two of the show, welcome to hour two of the podcast. If you're listening on podcast, um, this is going to seem really abrupt. (laughs) Rod entered the show, I'm back, I was back in hour one. Um, but I'm coming to you from Regina, where I'm here for a uh, TV assignment, a uh, university football broadcast later today. Let's bring back in Rod. And I was just saying how awkward yeah. that might have been for the viewer because you hadn't introed me yet, but we, you tagged me in and away we go.
1: Hey, well, I never. Uh, yeah, I uh, I make my apologies for that. I was thinking that earlier this morning. I'm like, we've had a fantastic feed all week long. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Th- I shouldn't have thought that. I guess, um, but maybe they heard me talking about that. I was looking over my shoulder as we opened uh, hour two because it's a Friday, Moose. I just feel like kicking it. Out, kicking it off with a sober carpenter. Non-alcoholic nice. craft beer. I mean, what the heck, right? Let's let her rip. Ah! It's funny that you were worried <laughs> about me drinking this on air. It's a non-alcoholic craft beer. I might as well crack a Diet Coke. It wouldn't matter.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so good. So
1: good when it touches your lips. Um, let me just say this. We're not going to delve. Well, that's breaking. It's n- is it breaking news, I guess. Darren Drager saying on radio in Toronto this morning that um, there's a Mike Babcock's jobs in jeopardy because of him allegedly asking or telling the players to show them the photos on his phone. So it's a story we're following, but not spending a lot of time on here today. But I will say this Buffalo Bill writes in on the text line 902-518-3033. And he says, are the flames already on the golf course? Well, No, they were the other day for their annual charity golf course, but they were on the ice Thursday. I think it was Thursday for the first time. And our poll question today is, are you following NHL rookie tournaments this weekend? It's for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit Key Auto Group for automotive excellence. I voted yes, I'm following it because I'm going with Serena to Fort Myers, Florida this weekend for the NHL Southeast Rookie Showcase, Predators, Lightning, Panthers, and Hurricanes rookies. So I voted yes, but Darren voted no. And on the poll, I guess that over 80% of people would say no, they're not. Following it for a couple of reasons. One, it's a football crowd in here today, and for two, um, they, they the hardcore hockey people are into it, but the average people are not into it. And Darren voted no because he's in Regina for uh, Canada West football. That's where his focus is now. Joe Madden joining us in segment two. From Sports Grid, the betting analyst in segment three, Andy McNamara is going to join us, the Browns podcast host and betting analyst. But Darren, because you're here and this is the last time with you today, we're going to play NFL Deal or No Deal right now. We've had a lot of CFL talk so far, but it's week two in the National Football League. Are you ready to play NFL Deal or No Deal? I'm ready. Let's go, baby. Uh, Last night, the Eagles covered, uh, by the way, on Thursday Night Football with their win over the Minnesota Vikings. Let's go the rest of the way. Green Bay Packers at Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are favored by 1.5 at Mercedes Stadium. Are you taking the deal or not?
2: No deal. Um, I liked what Jordan Love did in week one. I think he'll do it. But the road is a big test. I'm
1: taking the deal. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills favored by a whopping 8.5. Dealer, no deal?
2: No deal. Um, they'll bounce back, but I think the Vegas Raiders will cover. Some arguments here. I'm taking the deal because I think the
1: Bills are smarting from Monday Night Football. Road favorites are the Kansas City Chiefs 3.5 at Jacksonville on Sunday. Deal or no deal?
2: I'm going to take the deal. I'm going to take the deal. A lot of it depends on how healthy Kansas City is, but I'll take it. It is the home opener
1: for the Jaguars, so I think they're going to win the game outright. Seattle at Detroit. This is the sneaky game of the week. The Lions are favored by 4.5. Battle of unbeaten teams early on. Deal or no deal.
2: This is a tough one for me. I'd probably stay away from it. I'm going to take the Lions and the Point. Me too. A deal from both of us.
1: Sneaky good game. AFC North. Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by three and a half. Deal or no deal? Oof. Deal. Bengals need uh, a bounce back. I'll take it too. The Toilet Bowl. The Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. Battle of the AFC South. Texans favored by a point and a half. Can both teams lose? Deal or no deal? No deal. I got the Colts in that one. No deal. Same for me. Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucs favored by two and a half with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Deal or no deal?
2: Baker's rolling. Um, but I'll take the Bears in this one. I'm No deal for me. It's a deal for me, dog. Your Tennessee Titans are home to the Los Angeles
1: Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three at Nissan Stadium. Deal or no deal?
2: No deal. I got to take the Titans. Of
1: course. Um, And I'll take a yes just to be go against the grain. That being you. New York Giants still smarting from the whooping. The Dallas Cowboys put on them on Sunday Night Football. Visit the Arizona Cardinals. Giants are favored in the desert by four. Deal or no
2: deal? Deal, too. I think a big, big bounce back is in order for the Giants. Same here.
1: NFC Western Showdown. The San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Niners favored by seven and a half. Deal or no deal?
2: No deal. The spread's too big for me, even though the 49ers are the best team in football.
1: No deal. I will take the deal. Did I say the Seahawks were unbeaten because they lost to the Rams in an upset last week?
2: Shame on me. Did lose, yeah.
1: Yeah, New York Jets at the Dallas Cowboys. It's a ma- not a matter of if we win in Dallas, it's by how much. And the spread is nine. Deal or no deal.
2: New York's defense makes me think about this one a little bit, that they can keep it interesting. But I'll take Dallas and the points. Um, I don't have trust me too. in the Jets' offense.
1: Washington Commanders at the Denver Broncos. Denver favored by three and a half. Deal or no deal?
2: No deal. I, uh, I like the commanders.
1: Uh, I'll take the deal. Peyton needs a win, and he'll get it before coming to Miami next week. And speaking of the Finns, they are at New England. Tua is the reigning AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Miami favored by three at Foxborough. Deal
2: or no deal? It's in New England. I, I kind of think the Patriots should win, but I just I like this Miami team. I, I like what's going on in your neighborhood. So I'll take the Dolphins and the point. We're, we're both taking the deal. And then it's a Monday
1: doubleheader. The New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. Saints favored by three.
2: Deal or no deal. I've got a deal there. I'll take the Saints. And uh,
1: me too, unfortunately, for Bryce Young and the Panthers. And then we wind it up with the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers, a battle of one. Uh, yeah, Browns one and zero, Steelers zero one. Browns favored by two point five. Deal or no deal?
2: No deal, simply because Mike Tomlin's really good in this spot. He'll bounce back. Great coach.
1: Um, Yeah, me too. I'll take the Steelers to win. So that is dealer no deal, everybody. Go visit betregal.net this weekend. Sign up and get playing. We've got uh, plenty of time here with Moose before he runs and then gets ready for that university broadcast this weekend. Calgary at Regina. That is on Saturday night. Um, The question came up last hour from a viewer in Saskatoon. He wanted to know my thoughts on Colin Kaepernick going to the New York Jets. And my answer was, I'll believe it when I see it. I put it to Jim Barker last hour from the CFL on TSN. He said, zero to no chance of Colin Kaepernick going to the New York Jets. Where do they come up with this stuff, Moose? I
2: right know. I don't know. You know, this is a team that doesn't need distractions. Um, this is a team that's got a championship roster. They don't need an experiment, they need somebody proven now you're not going to you're not going to bring in somebody that's proven as a champion and is a high end quarterback they just don't exist if they're there they're on rosters and teams aren't letting those guys go but somebody who can just come in and is proven that they can run a simple offense distribute the ball keep you in a football game um there's a lot of talent on this team they don't need to bring in a big personality or somebody who's going to be a distraction and unfortunately that's what Kaepernick is. No matter where he ends up,
1: one eleven Eastern, eleven eleven Mountain, where you are. I'm just pointing that out, and would encourage anybody to envision a positive ending to whatever struggles that you're facing right now. I'd like to say we're living proof that it works. How about that? To the to the text line, to the bat phone. is the text number to reach us at the studio here in South Florida. I will ask those, please don't send us photos. I don't care how smoky it is where you are. Sorry. I know that might sound callous, but at this point I don't care. Which, by the way, we went on the Kyle Brandt thing yesterday. From the NFL Network, how he just ripped the hell out of podcasters. He's not going on podcasts anymore. I clearly is his pet peeve. Here's mine. People, stop sending me stuff in my DMs. Reels, photos, memes. Can you, like I'm getting a hundred a day from people that I don't even know. And part of it is my own fault. You and I have talked about this. I've made myself... Very accessible over the years to my own peril. Stop sending me stuff in my DMs, please and thank you. Bingo! From the others, uh, Bomber Boy, I opened a can of worms here. I, <laughs> I said they weren't listening, right? They don't listen. Let's hope they listen now. Bomber Boy writes that he says, I can't wait for the Jets rookie tournament. They have the most talented group out of the four teams in Penticton. Thoughts? I love Bomber Boy. In Calgary, that you're excited, but I'm not. It's a football Friday, and for years and years and years of covering major junior hockey, pro football, yes, we all get geeked up for rookie camp, and we cover it, and then we move on to main camp, and we never think about those rookies again. And 99% of those rookies we never even see again. I couldn't name you three guys on the Florida Panthers rookie roster that I'm going to go watch in Estero, Florida this weekend. So just enjoy the hockey. You know what I'm saying? Darren, it's, yeah, yeah we all get geeked saying. up, but uh, yeah, I'm not getting geeked up. I said last hour, 5,000 people viewed a video of the Jets skating in a circle around the ice. Like, that's cool that you find that cool, but I don't. Not right now. Brian in Hudson Bay on the Babcock, Babcock stuff writes, and he says, so Rod, just curious, if Babcock admits he did it, the players are saying it was okay and no problem, so if the players have no problem with it, who does and why? Or are these reports about the players being okay with it not accurate? Beware the fake news. That's why both the NHL and the Players Association have gone into Columbus for an investigation. Prescheduled meetings, they were going to have, anyways. All I'm going to say, Brian, and Hudson Bay is that, let's just sit back and wait. We've heard Babs' side. We've heard the players' side through biz. Let's see where it all goes from here. Darren Dreger saying his job's in jeopardy. I don't see Babs getting another chance on this one, though, Darren. I don't. If it was an infringement of the players' I privacy, I, see I think he'd be fired. not joking.
2: No, I agree, and, and it is. Um, look it, I want to read you a text. Um, that I got sure. from somebody in, their tw- somebody in their 20s. And this is not, you know, anything, I'm not, in no opinion. Make oh, it quick. It, it's definitely a weird request on Babs' part, like asking for <clears throat> family photos. It's not his business, okay? Now, that's somebody in their 20s. Boone Jenner's 30. And I'm in my 30s. I think, you know, I'm on the fringe of that, uh, that demographic of, let's have a visit and get to know each other, and let's do those things, and let's go over for coffee and share photos. Young people, like you've found, want to send DMs and memes and stuff and maybe don't want to get to know each other. And they're more like, none of your business. I'm going to do what I want. It's perspective. Boone Jenner doesn't have a problem. Young players might think it's weird. We'll see what comes out of this.
1: Yeah. Was that guy that texted you, Were his initials DK? No. Ah! T. Will in Winnipeg writes that he says, sucks to be so popular. See, see, he's talking about me complaining about people sending me stuff. You don't understand. You've never been in my shoes. It's a large pain in the ass to open up my DMs, not the show, my personal. This is my personal. You want to send stuff to the show? Go ahead. But to have hundreds of messages coming in from people that I don't even know, if you had that happen, you'd be annoyed too, bro. Okay, Moose, you're done. Uh, have a great right. call on the weekend. Enjoy the football. Thank Thank Joe Madden from S- Joe Madden from Sports Grid T V joins us next. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Hey, collectors, register for the premier sports card convention where collectors, enthusiasts, and sports lovers unite to celebrate the beauty and value of their treasured items. Taking place in Red Deer, Alberta, in the Parkland Pavilion, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Get your tickets and more information at Premier premiersportscardcon.ca. As we welcome in uh, Joe Madden, and uh, Joe's Twitter bio is on-air host and analyst at SportsGredTV. Uh, TV. She's no stranger to our audience. She says she's easily distracted by in-game betting, uh, which, is, which is cool. Joe, <laughs> hang on. We just have a question from a viewer here, and I want to address it quickly. It's Larry in Stony Plain, Alberta. And he says, uh, Nathan Rourke to the Jets, signed Larry in Stony Plain. We addressed it last hour with Jim Barker. I would ask you to go back uh, and look at that. Uh, Jim said that. Uh, if it was going to happen, it probably would have happened by now. Actually, Joe, that might be a good place to start. How did Aaron Rodgers' Achilles injury just change the entire landscape of NFL betting? Forget about, you know, on field, I guess. What did it do to the betting world?
3: With their odds to win their division to get to the Super Bowl, so you're going to get more value there. One thing about the Jets, though, I don't trust Zach Wilson that much. We saw what he did last season, but he had all that time to work with Aaron Rodgers. And we saw a couple of those passes looking very Aaron rodgers is out there by Zach Wilson. The one that he threw low to his wide receiver out there because the wide receiver had coverage was exactly like Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know if he had enough time and mentorship to be able to carry this team as deep as I would have thought before, but they're not going off Zach Wilson. They've made it a statement out there. Zach Wilson is our guy and what he was able to do. Now, this team, why I had so much faith in them was their defense and their defense still showed in that game. They were able to rise above and do what we expected this defense to do. So big test this week. We'll see if this defense can hold up and give as much effort as they did in week one.
1: Dallas Cowboys favored by nine at Jerry World against the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. By the way, I will tell our audience you if you got questions for Joe fire them at us now 902-518-3033 for EMJ marketing that's our text line sponsor or on the streams but just Joe let's just walk it back for a second and I'm sure you're already looking ahead to this weekend's week 2 and everything else but what did you think with the bills favored by two on the road at the jets you're watching the game aaron coming out with a flag and it only lasts four plays what were you thinking when this was all unfolding
3: it was absolutely heartbreaking and i had a little moment of tears because i really did see that aaron Rodgers wouldn't be back on the field everyone's saying achilles here i know he wants to come back but Turning 40 this season, I don't know if we see Aaron Rodgers getting back there on the field. And yes, he wants to come back. We all want him to come back and go out of football the way he wants to go out of football and the Jets organization and him becoming their quarterback was meant to be that out for him. Come here, turn around this Jets team, take them deep into the playoffs. They didn't even have to go to the Super Bowl and it would have been a win there for Aaron Rodgers. So absolutely heartbreaking. On a money side of things, I was devastated to start because I had the Jets on that money line. We all know they were able to come back and get the win. But right away, I went, Zach Wilson, there's no way this team is going to win this, even if the defense is 100% with Zach Wilson under center. But he did show glimpses in that game. The Bills defense gave him a lot of pressure, and some of these teams won't give him as much pressure. The Cowboys are going to destroy him this weekend, though.
1: Are you saying they cover the spread of nine?
3: No, no, I'm not saying that. I think we've got a lower scoring game. I think both defenses, but you've got to look at the Cowboys. Mika Parsons, his ability to get those sacks, to put that pressure on Zach Wilson. Poor Zach Wilson, this offensive line already had question marks. He's going to have to scramble out there. I see a lot of that ball being checked down. I see him short passes, a lot of a running game, because otherwise... He's going to be destroyed by Mika Parsons. This is a big player running at him, and Zach Wilson won't have enough power in front of him to be able to stop Mika Parsons. So lower scoring one, I think we stay under that number. I think the Jets can do enough defensively to keep this tight because you've got to look at the defense of the Jets, what they did versus the Buffalo Bills. They're going to come out, and we saw the Cowboys railroad the Giants, yes, but Giants don't have the same defense that, um they have here so i think the jets defense can hold them in this game and cover that spread
1: uh ryan from upstate new york writes in he says despite the loss of rogers i'm proud of the way the jets fought and scraped to get the win yeah it was uh who saw that coming and of course they call it complimentary football they did it on special teams with the touchdown to win the game but hey joe i just not so much the serious hardcore questions here betting but i gotta ask you this because I follow your stuff, and if you, if you don't, people, you have to. Go follow her at Joe Madden Sports. That's Joe without the E, Madden Sports. You called the Ravens' preseason win streak ending at 24 games in Washington. And for a while that night, it didn't look like it was going to. It went down to the last minute. Can you please tell me, how do you know these things? Or what sort of sense did you have <laughs> earlier in the day that they weren't going to win that preseason finale?
3: You know what, all streaks come to an end and you've got to look at certain situations and how teams are going into things and what the other team has to gain there. Well, Washington had a huge chip on their shoulder. They were all talking about how the Ravens winning in preseason, you know, it means nothing. Well. It just told me this Washington team was coming for blood. They wanted to end the Ravens win ability in preseason. And that's exactly what they did. So you've got to look at these personal angles and how these teams are preparing and what their motivation is. Well, Washington's motivation was to beat the Ravens because now everyone's going to remember, well, the Ravens went on this huge preseason win streak. Which team broke it? The Washington Commanders. Everyone's going to remember that.
1: So, so, so fascinating how you do this and any betting experts and Andy McNamara coming up next segment. It'll be a lot of this type of talk. I couldn't do it. The homework where... I was not a homework guy, Joe. That shouldn't surprise anybody. The homework <laughs> required to do what you do um, is unbelievable. Now, so Bomber Boy in Calgary writes in, says, does Joe think Jordan Love is the real deal in Calgary? He Sorry, He's Bomber Boys in Calgary. He says, do you think Jordan Love is the real deal? He certainly showed it last week in Chicago for the Packers. Uh, They're at Atlanta this week. Slim line, 1.5, Falcons favored. What do you expect out of Jordan Love in that division?
3: I'm not sure exactly what I expect. I did watch him in that game, and he looked phenomenal out there. He has a huge role to fill, Um, filling the shoes of Aaron Rodgers. And I think... He hasn't had enough time on that field. I do like him in this matchup coming up, though. I think we can see a good one there. But moving ahead to face stronger teams, that's when I'm going to hold my judgment on him is when we see him deeper into that. And you've got Andy on next. It's funny because ask him um, who Jandy is. Question for you to ask who Jandy is.
1: I'm guessing it's a combination (laughs) of you you two somehow. Jandy, I will. It is. Yeah, he's... (laughs) Yeah, he's a great guy. He's the shining light as well. But, you know, one thing I learned uh, when you were on our show at Century Downs, and then, I mean, I've been following your stuff ever since you first came across my radar, but you do do a lot of CFL talk, and it's popular. It's getting a lot of views. And the reason I bring that up is I was on the radio in Edmonton this morning, the brand-new all-sports radio station, Sports 1440, and they said, you're into betting, we're not we think it's going to be a Winnipeg-Toronto Grey Cup. Wake us up on Grey Cup Sunday morning so we can watch the game, Winnipeg-Toronto. How do you feel about that comment as somebody who does far more homework than any of us do?
3: Well, Toronto, I absolutely love what we're seeing out of Toronto. Chad Kelly is phenomenal. If Chad Kelly doesn't stay healthy, this team does not even stand a chance. Toronto will be out of this and they won't be able to win. You can't even take him for a touchdown without laying like minus 200 juice because Chad Kelly is such a dual threat quarterback. Looking at Winnipeg, I do like what we've seen out of Winnipeg. Facing Montreal, we got Zach Pilaros coming out this week. I think Winnipeg is a strong team. They're able to move that ball down the field. Their defense is strong. But I don't know if you can count out the BC Lions at this point. And yes, the BC Lions have gone um, over these last three, four, five games. And they've been struggling out there. But their quarterback, Vernon Adams Jr., is just so phenomenally strong that I struggle not to see them fighting to get into the Grey Cup this season. And I do think they probably can. Now, who would that be over? Well. If I had to pick out of the three teams, I think it'd be Toronto and BC.
1: Well, so you're not necessarily ready to pencil in a Toronto-Winnipeg Grey Cup for a second consecutive year. That's the sense that I'm getting from you?
3: No, I'm not. I'm not. So I just don't see it happening. I just look at Winnipeg and yes, they're very strong out there, but the BC Lions are fighters and they're scrappy. And with them going on this losing streak, we know teams go on these streaks where they're not able to cover the spread. they start to get these wins and then they bounce back and they come back even harder. I think Toronto hit it at a right time. Um, sorry, the BC Lions hit it at a right time. And they're going to through this and make those adjustments. And I think they're going to be on fire for the rest of the season going into the playoff.
1: How much time are you spending on NHL these days?
3: Oh, not too much on NHL, just uh, starting to look at those win totals coming up for the future bets, getting those out there, looking at these teams so heavy right now on college football, on CFL and NFL and of course, baseball, baseball, you know, stab me in the eye right now, especially if you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan, like I am this team absolutely breaking my heart. So betting against them today versus the Red Sox. But otherwise, yeah, Starting to get into the NHL, can hardly wait for the season. I think the team that's going to be unstoppable is the New Jersey Devils. You add to Foley to already that young, explosive offense, and I don't know. This is going to be a team that can go really deep this season. So they're a team I'm looking at a
1: lot for this upcoming one. I know. I was wondering if there were going to be a flash in the pan or keep the pedal to the metal, and I'm thinking they're going to keep the pedal to the metal. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I've been watching Sports Grid with you on there. I could sit here and ask you NASCAR questions, college football, as you say. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Who's the best team, college team in Florida, the Miami Hurricanes or Florida State Seminoles? It's it's a It's a topic That's of a considerable debate down here.
3: Yeah that's a huge debate. I don't know I'd have to go with the Hurricanes I think. I really do look at this team and I think they're the more complete team. I trust their defense a lot more and for me it's always I look at those defenses and that's where I start with my handicapping because yes you can have the flashiest quarterback well if you've got this defense out there and you've got an offense that can move the ball but this defense shuts them down Week in and week out, those are the teams that I'm really interested in seeing getting out there in those games. So excited for that. The Buckeyes play tonight, or sorry, tomorrow against Western Kentucky. That's going to be a really interesting matchup. So I'm excited for that. I'm a Buckeyes fan. Can they cover that spread? What, they're like 23 points? Doubtful. They've also got Notre Dame on deck, that team, completely stacked. With Sam Howell, we look at Western Kentucky uh, that they're facing tonight. Well, that team is going to be the strongest team offensively um, with the passing game that Ohio State has played. So not covering that spread tomorrow.
1: How disappointing and devastating. No, how devastating was (laughs) Alabama's home loss to Texas last week? I'm a Crimson Tide fan. That was not good.
3: It's not not good. Not at all, but... You know, Texas was in a total look ahead situation. You look at their game the prior week, I believe it was versus Rice, I might have my games mixed up, but they didn't cover no, no, that it was. spread. Yeah. They, Yeah, so they came out, they didn't cover that spread because they were in a look ahead situation. Texas was 100% focused on that game with Alabama. They came out so strong in it and Alabama made a couple mistakes. And that's what it came down to. There was mistakes by Alabama. Texas was able to capitalize and yeah, they were able to get that win. So looking at these huge games and looking at um, the games prior to those and the games after for those letdown spots. so. I don't have Texas circled for this week, probably because in my mind, it's a letdown spot after that huge win versus Alabama.
1: Fascinating what you do. Joe, thanks. We'll let you get back to work. Thanks for the time today.
3: Have a good one. Thanks so much.
1: You too, Joe Madden of Sports Grid TV, and we'll keep the fun rolling. Andy McNamara joins us next, host of the Browns podcast and sports betting expert. It's a football Friday, live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. R.P. Show continues on a football Friday. Just keeping the fun rolling. We've got sports betting questions that actually came in for our last guest, Joe Madden. I'm going to put them to our next guest, Andy McNamara. We uh, told you what he does just before we went to the break, so we'll bring him in now. Hey, Andy, good to see you. We'll just keep the fun rolling. Um, yes. I say you're in, in a way you got so much stuff going on. What's uh, what are you putting on your bio these days?
4: <laughs> yeah, there's not enough room, Rod. Yeah. Uh, so we got the, for NFL season, every Sunday live 10 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, the sick podcast with Andy McNamara. And we get you the live fantasy football starts. It's all the betting info you need heading up to kickoff Tuesday show as well. So that's on Twitter at sick Browns at Andy MC 81. And then also, Hey, a lot, lot on the horse racing side, new global horse racing platform called Railbirds betting platform that I'm working with under the woodbine umbrella. So we're expanding that as that uh, ramps up. So lots, lots going on.
1: Okay, cool. I want to just give you that opportunity. So Kent is watching in Nashville and he had a question for Joe. I'm going to throw it to you. He says uh, thoughts on the Titans chargers game. Is it a pickup or the chargers game to lose? They are favored by three going into Nissan stadium.
4: Yeah, this feels like a little bit of a trap game if you're going to bet on it because the chargers don't necessarily travel all that well, traditionally coming from the West coast and the Titans while Tannehill certainly didn't look good. Um, they're always a tough out. They're well coached, right? It's variable. It's under that Belichick tree. They're always going to be good defensively. And if you don't bring your a game, you're, you're going to get punked and you got Austin Eckler, not a hundred percent. The play calling is in, in this in-game decision-making is so questionable. I still have the chargers winning it, but it would not shock me at all if the Titans pull it out. So essentially what I'm saying is if you don't have to bet on this game, maybe go in a different direction.
1: Okay, fair. I like it. Um, Joe Madden told me I'm supposed to ask you about Jandy. Yes. What's the story?
4: <laughs> so I had Joe on uh, my show, Sick Podcast with Andy, Matt and Merritt last year. We're going to have her on again real soon. Uh, this week didn't work out, but we, we, were, we had such a great time together. We had so much fun, and the, the, the fans, the listeners were interacting so well. We said, we need a team name. You know, so we had Team Jandy, Joe and Andy, Team Hashtag Team Jandy. And I'm sure it trended worldwide. I'm sure, Rod, you know, somewhere. And, uh, you know, so that's probably. And uh, so that's that's the Jandy story. So I'm excited to reuniting Team Jandy soon.
1: Well, listen, I live under a rock. I'm as detached as it can be. So if I've heard of it, everybody's heard of it. So, hey, what is your assessment of the Browns just eviscerating the Bengals last week? Fluke or not... And uh, what do they got? They got the Steelers this week, right? Uh, At Heinz Field. So take what? Weeks one to two. Take me through your view of the Browns.
4: Well, I love your shirt coloring, by the way. You're wearing the right color, Rod. You're looking good there. We got the Browns (laughs) orange, right? Uh, So, hey, you know what? It was a weird weather game that both teams didn't really prepare for. It was a, and it wasn't a storm, but they said the way the ball was handled, the, the mist, the wet, they said it actually was tougher to handle than in a snowstorm just because of how the weather came in unexpectedly. So you saw both quarterbacks not throwing well, slippage and all that. And then, boy, man, Joe Burrow didn't look right to me. There was before the game, he was practicing, and his foot slipped, and he checked his calf, and he looked a little nervous and tentative after that. And I don't think he ever got fully right. I'll say this. That Browns defense is legit. The reason being, you have Jim Schwartz, who's won a Super Bowl with the Eagles and has done it forever. You have Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith, who before... He got injured last year, was leading the NFL in sacks, opposite sides. But what the difference is here is you have them interacting across the line. Miles Garrett, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, uh, meme video was going viral, but he was doing like basketball mock crossovers over the center of the Bengals and then rushed and got to Burrow. (laughs) Like the defense is totally legit. So what does that mean? Well, it means you go into Pittsburgh against Kenny Pickett and people can say what they want about Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm not buying that he's anything more than a Mac Jones on a good day. That guy is average as anything. I can find you a Kenny Pickett rod in the draft every year in the third round. There's no special athletic trait about Kenny Pickett at all. He doesn't throw touchdowns. That deep, That offense is weak. You're missing Deontay Johnson now. And on that defense, you're without Cam Hayward. The big weapon is TJ Watt on Pittsburgh. If TJ Watt, who's probably going to be lining up against rookie right tackle for the Browns, Daywan Jones, who's a legit six foot eight, guy is like a fridge with a seven foot wingspan um that's going to be a key matchup if the browns can contain tj watt i think they win this game
1: i gotcha i just i had a coach talk to me the other day about not only was joe burrow under 100 yards passing but a lot of winning quarterbacks were under 200 yards passing yeah. in
4: week one Weird why week. do you think that was why do you think that was it, it was such a weird week for, for quarterbacks, right? And, and just overall situations. I think a lot of it comes down to that we just don't see these players play a lot in the preseason. And it's taking, and we've seen this the last few years, right? Once week four hits, then you truly start seeing how teams are going to go. It looks like they need that ramp up time. And no coach wants to be the bozo who plays his guy in the preseason and his uh, knee gets torn up. So you have that sort of, well, we're not playing him. They're healthy, but we're not at, at full play speed. So you have kind of that combo. That, that's what I think. It's going to take a few weeks, guys, to hit their stride.
1: You know, it's interesting, too. Um, the media in the States just a different animal than Canada. Mm. Other than the Leafs media is pretty pretty tough on their team too. But I just laugh at the Eagles. What they win, the Eagles won by five at the Patriots in week one, and then they took out the Vikings last night. But in Philly, they're all over the Eagles for how boring and bad they were in week one. And Jalen Hurts caught fire last night in week two. Um, (laughs) Do you, you how much media coverage do you follow with regards to your fantasy (laughs) coverage and tidbits? Or do you follow it at all?
4: Yeah, first of all, the Eagles like, you're winning ball games. Okay. What do what, you want to be the Chiefs who got punked by the Lions week one? No, you're winning ball games. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, it, it's whatever it takes to win. Same with Deshaun Watson last week with the Browns. Was it pretty? No. But you, the defense, the special teams did their job and you got the drive done to score the points when you needed to. You just win until you hit your stride. As far as media go, yes. And that's why, Rod, for fantasy football players, I advise whatever star players that you have on your fantasy team, Follow the beat reporters, not the national National guys are, are great, of course, but the beat reporters for your team because that's where you're going to find out stuff about like like I heard from my Browns guys of, hey, we just saw Joe Burrow slip on the field for his calf. Well, uh-oh, that sends off alarm bells to me. Maybe Joe Burrow's not going to have a great game. I might not be able to do anything about it, but maybe I can adjust a receiver out. Maybe I can make a move here or there. Maybe for my DFS lineup, I'm not going to play Joe Burrow today, for example. So follow the beat reporters for your fantasy players
1: great tip there and lastly arlen bruce watching he says i have my chiefs taking an l this week against the jaguars i've never went against my squad but something's missing right now in week two
4: thoughts on that yeah that seems like a bit of a a trap game and if you look at it the chiefs are only three-point favorites that's vegas trying to tell us something rod i think that's vegas trying to you know they're, listen, no, one's, no one's fearful of going into Jacksonville to play like you are with Kansas City or Seattle, right? That's not a hostile environment. But you have a Jaguars team who are still ascending. You have Trevor Lawrence with Calvin Ridley. And I would tell everybody, get as many Calvin Ridley fantasy shares as you could in your in your drafts. And it proved correct right away. This team is ascending. They've hitting their stride. Now all the, the stink from Urban Meyer has been washed away from last year. <laughs> and now you got, you know, for Doug Peterson, uh, deprogramming him last year. I would not be surprised if the Jaguars win this ballgame. I still think if I, if I was going to bet on this game, which I, I, I don't think I will, um, I would probably go with the Jaguars uh, just because I think the, the value is a little bit there. And just for a straight up, you know what? How about this? Don't go with the spread because it's three. If you think the Jags are going to win, plus 136 for Jags to win straight up. I think that's where the value is. So if you're going to put something down, don't go on the spread. Go on the straight up win by Jacksonville. It's going to be
1: a fun week, too. We'll see if things straighten out. Great chat, Andy. Yeah. Thanks so much for helping us out. Enjoy the ball.
4: Yes, anytime. Talk to you soon.
1: Sports betting expert Andy McNamara joining us uh, from the audience Randy in Winnipeg says the Eagles running game was awesome. Five, six, seven yards every run. And Allie in Texas says, I agree with him. The beat reporters are so good. It is audience takeover coming up in overtime and our final sports update of the day for Common Crown Brewing. It's a football Friday on Game Plus Television, WQEE, YouTube Live and Podcast. Overtime, who isn't thinking hockey with a view like that? Overtime's brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where fun and skill collide. It's an amusement park for hockey players. You've been hearing about it. Now's the weekend to go check it out. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. It's only a few blocks from Common Crown Brewing. You might want to check them out, too. Taproom open noon to 8 p.m. They got the big screens on there. Check out Common Crown. But we're here to talk about Overtime Hockey Lanes and uh, just go give them a follow on social media send me the video i'd like to have a look at it you can tag me in it no problem there just don't dm me directly right but as we're hockey's never far from our hearts here on the rp show and that's today's poll question by the way will you follow the nhl rookie tournaments this weekend i guess before the show it's for our friends at key auto group i guess before the show that over 80% would say no, they're not. The poll right now on Twitter, 65% saying no, they're not following NHL rookie tournaments. You, Clark, Clark, what are they saying on uh, YouTube there? Yeah, the vast, vast, vast majority saying no, they aren't. But I will say this, Chad writes that he says, I was looking forward to the Blue Jackets game yesterday to watch my cousin play, but problems with the ice canceled the stream Kent in Nashville says the Predators always have a good story coming out of Rookie Tourney. And Jared says only this year, Bedard. So that's a yes. I think, I take it as a yes from all them. Sports update on this Friday. New York Jets kicker Greg Zerline has a groin injury that could keep him out of the game Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Jets coach Robert Salas said Friday that This morning, Zerline was hurt late in practice Thursday and wouldn't participate in the team's final full session before traveling to Dallas. Salas said uh, they're 50-50 on Zerline's chances to play. The NHL Players Association said Thursday its executive director and assistant executive director are in Columbus, Ohio, to investigate reports of Blue Jackets head coach Mike Babcock invading players' privacy. Babcock said Tuesday he had done nothing wrong by asking players to show him family photos from their phones, clarifying he was trying to get to know them. Our sports updates are brought to you by Common Crown Brewing. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their Core 5, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Four of those sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Go check them out. As I said earlier, their tap room is open noon to 8, Thursday to Saturday. Big beer fridge in there, big screen TVs. Take some buddies. I wouldn't suggest showing up alone. Uh, So now, with all that out of the way, audience takeover time. We got some good stuff here. Aside from the usual kudos, which I appreciate and I will get to, Bomber Boy in Calgary writes in and says, RP Show killed it for Football Friday. One last question. Argos versus Bombers in two weeks. Does the winning quarterback cement most outstanding player in your mind? And I should always add that it's Bomber Boy in Calgary. Bomber fan there. Um, no, because it's subject to a vote, and it's far too subjective. What that game will tell you is who's the best team in the CFL. It doesn't cement any individual honors at that time, I don't think. Sure sounds like Chad Kelly's going to win MVP in the CFL this year, but Zach Calero's been pretty darn good, too. It's a great question, and I appreciate it, but that's my takeaway from that game, and Dave Naylor said as much when he was on the show yesterday. Uh, Ryan in upstate New York says, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy whichever sports you watch. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, have a great weekend, squad. Another great RP show, Football Friday. Ryan in Toronto, another great episode. I love this show. From Allie in Texas, she says, a great show as always, RP. Have a great weekend, all. Allie, appreciate you sticking through, even though you get enough football where you are. Gosh knows, right? Not a lot of hockey, but... We do a Football Friday here, and it is entirely our crew. The second I start to think that it's me, we're going to be in big trouble. The guests today were fantastic. Um, my guy Mick is watching in Toledo, Ohio right now. We're very big in Toledo. Did you know that? On the Buckeye cable system? All across Ohio, the Buckeye State. Uh, He wrote in a while back, but he says, it's been a while since we've talked. Boys hope all is well. How does Moose like living in Toronto? Have a great weekend. Signed, Mick, from the other T.O. Toledo. Hashtag Cheap Seats Radio. He hosts the show on ESPN Radio, Cheap Seats, every Sunday morning there. And I apologize. I didn't get to this when Moose was with us, but I can speak for you that he really enjoys it. Uh, the weather's a little warmer this time of year. He loves the variety of sports at his disposal. For a couple of prairie dogs, it's a big change. Like I'm looking at mine. Last, just last night, the Miami Hurricanes were home to Bethune, Cookman, big time, Atlantic Coast football. And I was thinking of going. Miami won 48 to 7. I said to Serena this morning, "Thank God I didn't go." It would have been a whitewash. But that's just last night. Uh, Alabama's taking on. University of South Florida tomorrow to Bucks kids playing in that game for South Florida. Reason to follow that game. Uh, So my point is, Darren loves the sports up there. The chance to go to the Blue Jays. I hope we get him into the press box at Scotiabank Arena or whatever they're calling it now. What are they calling it now, Clark? Is it Scotiabank Arena now? Am I used to that now in Toronto? Yeah, it's Scotiabank Arena. What it used to be. Air Canada Center, right? Uh, He likes it. He likes it. Change is good. Thank you, Mick, for asking. It's been a big one. Enjoy the ball for all, y'all. And we'll see you Monday noon Eastern right here on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Who has more fun than us?
3: (laughs) Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.